is going on, everybody? Tanner Pfeiffer here with Pfeiffer Football, Tanner Pfeiffer NFL on Twitter, with the famous NFL Rumors uh, podcast and famous NFL Rumors Twitter account. Sorry for the late start this morning, but we are here and we're ready to talk about what is going on in the NFL. NFL Rumors, thank you so much for joining. Yeah, yeah, it's glad to be here, Tanner. Uh, we want to just give you a little quick update. Uh, we was going to have NFL Rookie Watch on. He had a previous engagement at this time. So uh, he's going to be joining us next week. And uh, with all those uh, NFL Rookie things going on, which uh, <laughs> we got to start it off tonight by another NFL Rookie, Brock Purdy. Yep, yep. And uh, apologies, guys, once again. But, yeah, Brock Purdy, man. What he's doing right now is is unreal for the 49ers, and I think that's a great way to start this off. Um, what Brock Purdy is doing for the 49ers is unreal. He has helped them clinch a playoff spot. They're the NFC West champions. I guess 2-0 as a starter. Uh, and then he helped them win the previous game when Garoppolo got hurt. So he never really started that game, technically, but he did guide them to win from like the first quarter uh i love the way he's playing he's had a few dropped interceptions i believe but uh, overall i'm just i'm really impressed with what he's doing what are your thoughts yeah uh seven touchdowns in three games very impressive he's getting uh honestly he's getting op getting the guys open getting them the ball he's not trying to do too much he's just playing within the game he has a really quick release a lot of people's not talked about that yet i've watched some film on him and he he has really quick release. Like I don't like bringing this up, you yeah. know. I don't want to get my hands smacked here. But uh, yeah, like Tom Brady has a quick release. You know, yeah, what I mean? he's really developed one. Yeah, and my, let me tell you something. Last night I gotta say this. So I was watching the post uh, game on Prime. Mm -hmm. Michael Smith covered the New England Patriots when Tom in his second year with Tom Brady and some following years there before he joined ESPN. He's the insider on the Amazon Prime show. And he said that that Brock Purdy reminded him a lot of Tom Brady in his second year when he huh. was there. So, you know, the way he held himself, the way he didn't try to yeah. do too much, the way he played within the system – uh, Kyle Shanahan set him up really good with being a really good system. But I'll be honest, man, when you got a defense like he's got right now, I mean, you know, practicing it, that, against them every single day. And yeah, that's big, Tanner. Here's one question. Uh, and real, real quick, shout out to Engraven Vids, uh, amazing Ravens YouTuber. Guys, go check him out. And he says, yeah, Purdy's been doing this, his thing so far. Nice to see. Yeah, honestly, yeah, he's been, he's been balling. Um, so shout out to you, man. Thank you so much for tuning in. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, one thing is is what do you what do you see now with Trey Lance? If, if Purdy can continue, especially like to finish out the regular season and then the playoff run, and if they make a run in the playoffs with Brock Purdy starting, what do you see the situation going like with 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 Trey Lance? Well, I mean that's will be very interesting. Like they've got a lot invested in Trey Lance, right? And it'll be one of those things is. Like, let me, you know, do I got two good young quarterbacks that I'm going to stash on the roster? Or do I want to make a move with Trey Lance if Brock Purdy shows me 
in time that he is the guy and you yeah. could you could end up moving him and getting some of your picks back. So without a doubt now, I feel like I mean, I felt like before Jimmy Garoppolo was gone this offseason, but he stayed. But now I feel like he's really gonna go. Yeah, and I then see, you could have a quarterback room of Brock Purdy, Trey Lance. Yeah, that could happen. I, I'd say that's a good possibility to happen. Jimmy Garoppolo will have a lot of suitors, and, and more than likely, he's going to be in that $20, 25000000 million range, as Richard Sherman was talking about last night, uh, some of yeah. the second-tier quarterbacks. So some, quarter, some team that is quarterback needy is going to go sign Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy Garoppolo because they've seen what he did last year. Right, and you got a lot of a lot of quarterbacks that's going to be on the move, mm-hmm. uh, for sure. Still, you know, you got Jameis Winston who's not sticking around with the Saints, probably after this year. No, not the way they're doing him. They're doing him dirty too. I feel like, mm-hmm. um, I feel like he should be starting without a doubt, and he's not. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. So we're going to talk about the Seahawks a little bit, just really quick. So the okay. Seahawks didn't look great last night. They, do, oh. they went up against a, a really good 49er defense. Geno Smith is still uh, definitely one of the rumors out there that we have. Is Geno Smith has already talked to Seattle about an extension. So yes. that is already, you know, being discussed. So, you know, it seems like Seattle wants to move forward with Geno Smith. And it makes sense because they, as long as he plays in their system, he they can add talent around him and they can add more defense, more talent around him because they have the draft arsenal now with yeah. the trade with them, the Denver Broncos and Russell Wilson. Yeah, I have heard that they're you know they're gonna want to extend him and I don't blame them. But for a guy who's in his thirties and he's this is his one good year, Tough I just feel decision. like it's a risky move, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you might want to go draft a quarterback if you don't think I would. Drew Locke. Is the guy, you know, uh, and obviously they don't, or he will be starting right now, you know. Uh, so, yes, exactly. Yeah, so I think that that is something really to look at. Um, the 49ers defense was really good. They're like, you know, they remind me a lot of that Ravens defense, but I don't know if I will classify them there yet. But yeah. they remind me a lot there uh, because they play within the game. They do a really good job. The Miko Ryans puts them in the right places to, to you know come and play. They don't they don't try to do too much. They play within the system. They got a lot of really good players on the defense. So it's very one of those one of those guys I want to represent is Dre Greenlaw, former <laughs> Arkansas standout linebacker. I love the guy, mm-hmm. uh, and he signed a two year extension. Uh, before the season started so shout out to him just a heck of a player always making plays and i, I knew he was going to be big but just want to get our hometown repre- representation there yeah definitely and he he plays well against seattle like he yeah. he helped the 49ers actually uh, a year ago secure to go deep into the playoffs and now he made another big play last night he put his shoulder pad on the ball forcing the fumble which changed the game yeah uh, so you know it was a close game until honestly that point and it, you know, it stayed close, but it really wasn't close in my view. The score looked close, but the 49ers had a pretty dominant performance last night. They uh, did. Yeah. So they, they look good. Instant reaction, honestly, brought pretty. 
uh, still maintain looking really good. 49ers are really happy. One of the things I really like what he's doing is hitting George Kittle. Both of the other, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, even though he targeted Kittle, you know, he's it wasn't like he was getting the ball a lot. He's got more yards than any quarterback under Brock Purdy. You know, so. oh, I know. Yeah, the last two games have been dominant for George Kittle, and I wonder what the difference is. It's it's Brock Purdy. He trusts him, and mm-hmm. you win games when you get the ball in his hands. He's yeah. your biggest playmaker besides Debo Samuel. I think they they kind of forgot about George Kittle when Debo Samuel became you know this rising star, and now that he's out for the moment, you're utilizing Kittle, and you're just gonna win ball games. Yeah, and shout out to, like, I know that Seattle is a tough one for them to swallow as the 49ers won the division, being the first team to win their division this season going in 2022. Mm-hmm. But one of the things I want to still shout out, Tariq Woolen, right? Yep. He did a great job on Brandon Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk, you know, had less than 20 yards, I'm pretty sure. You know, it's around 20 yards. Yeah. So another huge performance by Tariq Woolen. He's he's an incredible rookie. Uh, I think he leads the NFL right now with what six interceptions, and mm-hmm. he's just he's just playing lights out. So yeah, shout out to him. Yep. Um, they always seem to draft a, a solid defensive back. Yeah, and that's why I'm impressed by Seattle. I mean, I want to change gears just to Seattle mm-hmm. for just a second. Um, think about it. You drafted Kenneth Walker. You drafted another one, Kobe Bryant, another young corner rookie. Yep. You drafted Tariq Woolen. You drafted a really good offensive, a couple good rookie offensive linemen. They had an outstanding draft. John Snyder done an amazing job with the draft. And now they've got two early picks that they're going to have from the Broncos to keep on yes. building their team. So it does, it makes tons of sense. I'm going to bring Geno back. Hey, if give him a two year deal, you know, I'm going to give him a two, two year extension, right? So yeah, I feel like that's the most I would do. Yeah, I mean, just see what he can do. Like, if he keeps balling, you can extend him some more, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, you know, look at the Russell Wilson situation. I think everybody's going to learn from it. I, don't get me wrong. Russell Wilson, amazing person. Like, I got a big, big respect for him in his face. Right, definitely. So, one of the things is Russell Wilson is they they didn't look at his play before they signed him to the massive extension. They didn't look like what he was going to do. They went on past performance, Yes, what he did. And when they, you know, they signed him a big deal. And right now, you just got to be honest, Russ is not cooking. No, he's not. And he tried. He tried to this last game, and he got a concussion for it. Um, And I think this is just proof of wear and tear throughout running, constantly running for his life, honestly. Like, that's what he's done. He's run for his life. In Seattle, and when you get to your mid thirties, you can't just keep doing that. That's not your play style anymore. And the Broncos, I don't think, thought about that. Like, <laughs> it just—I don't know what their game plan is. Uh, and you can tell Russell Wilson tried to go back to his former self, took a nasty hit, hit his head on the turf, stuff like that, man. Mm-hmm. Like he—I he, don't know—he just yeah. can't play like that anymore. Well, definitely, you know, so. You know, looking at everything the Eagles, the 49ers are in, you know, we got some other playoff clinching situations this week. The Chiefs could be in, the Bills could be in, the Cowboys could be in, the Vikings could be in. So a lot of playoffs could be determined. We got the three Saturday games 
going yeah, on. Yeah, I know. This week. Oh my gosh. So we got a lot of coverage coming up, you know, for sure. Uh, one of the things we'll switch base to is fantasy football. Playoffs have started. You know, yes. I, yeah, the playoffs are going. If you had Christian McCaffrey last night, man, you got to wake up happy this morning. Cooking, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I know my uh, dad got a trade offer for him, like, at the end of last season. And we're in a keeper's league, so you get to keep two people. Yeah. He kept Christian McCaffrey, like, okay, he hasn't played in, like, two years. I feel like he's going to come back. And then he got traded, too. And, and now he's been tearing it up for my dad. Um he had almost 27 fantasy points PPR last night. Uh, Chris McCaffrey over 108 yards uh, rushing and, and with a touchdown as well. Just And it's not like, for me, it's not like the 49ers. To, they usually use like a, a platoon of running backs, but they've been really kind of sticking to uh, using Chris McCaffrey. So I like that. Right, and then if you had the 49ers defense last night, you done well. You're very upset. We got to talk about it. You're very upset on the roughing the passer call on Nick Bosa, which was garbage. I'm just going to be honest. Cut two weeks in a row where we've had two roughing the passer calls that you pretty much said, let me go ahead and lay them down on the field and give them a pillow, right, and lay their head on it. And Dude, it was just like – it looked good. It looked clean, and then and then this just final little, I think, drive of the shoulder into the turf, and I think that's why they called it. But yeah, it's it's tough on Nick Bosa, heck of a player. That I think they've taken away a couple sacks from him. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, it's got to be changed though. Like you know, it's got to be changed because they they got to be allowed to hit. They can't just pull up. One of them is eventually going to get hurt doing this, trying to pull up. You know, and. One of the things is I think like, hey, if you drive somebody to the ground, you pick them up, you drive them into the ground to try to hurt them, you can see that. You know what I mean? You can see somebody driving somebody oh, to the yeah. ground. Or you come and somebody just takes a headshot like they did in the 80s and tries to decapitate somebody, right? Like yeah. that's a that's a penalty, right? That's a penalty. Not this like tic-tac stuff. You know what I mean? Not it's terrible. This, yeah, like – that interception yep. was a touchdown for the 49ers last night, right? And that's that true. could cost somebody's fantasy football right there, just that one play, because that's a touchdown in fantasy and, football. And I defense. can talk about that because I actually have, in one of my leagues, I have the 49ers defense, and they do good for me, yeah, but it's like they could have done better. Yep. They so they gave me that freaking pick six, and they took it back. I ended up with 14 points for my defense, uh, but imagine if they had a pick six. I think that's like five or six points at least for the defense. I mean, if your defense scores 20 points, that's a great week. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, you got you got a lot of things going on. Uh, one of the things that you really want to look at is uh, Seattle, they came in given they got the second worst run defense in the league. The worst defense, run defense is the Texans. Yep. Um, I don't know. They're going to be playing Kansas City this week. I definitely think the Chiefs will win. Uh, I don't know about their running game, like who's going to – I don't know if you've got those guys in fantasy, if they're going to try to run it up because they really don't have a bell cow in Kansas City right now. No, and, and as long as Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid are there, I stay away from the running backs there just because it's so random. Mm -hmm. To me, it's kind of like – I don't want to say this because people are going to think I'm comparing Patrick Mahomes to somebody else. I'm just saying it's like a Brady offense where you spread the ball around a lot and you don't necessarily have a go-to guy when it comes to running the ball. 
Yeah, and you know a lot of things that we want to talk about too is I know a lot of Tom Brady's got a lot of slack this year, mm-hmm. saying he fell off. But uh, one interesting thing, you know, my you know a lot of the players have been hurt. Julio Jones, Chris Godwin, uh, Mike Evans, and him's not been on the same page definitely. But Dude, uh, yeah, they fell off. Right, Tom Brady leads the NFC in passing. Yes, he does. Yeah, that, that's pretty crazy. And I saw a statistic saying that Tom Brady may be uh, setting NFL record this year like he's on pace to for most pass attempts in a season. Could be, could be there. Uh, we well, one of the big things we got two people going for the receiving record. Something we talked about uh, on the mm-hmm. account this week: Justin Jefferson, and yep. also we got going for the receiving record Tyreek Hill. So you got one person the AFC, one person the NFC going for the receiving title. And I know a lot of people send asterisk for the yeah, extra games. Yeah. It made me think of Roger Maris, right? When yeah. they put an asterisk on his home run record that time, and uh, but. Hey, it, they can only do what they're given. You know what I mean? If they if that's agreed to them, they can only play in the games that they're they're given. Just like, just like he said back in the day. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, they're they're doing it. They're tearing it up in fantasy football. So yeah, if you guys got you know guys like Tyree Kill, um, start. I mean, it's always a start, always. Um, and, and someone else I want to talk about and is a rookie, and we were probably going to talk about him next week as well with Rookie Watch, is Chris Olave. Just I feel like he's a must-start as well at this mm-hmm. point. I uh, love the guy. I think he's going to be a great wide receiver. Um, something else that I'm kind of hesitant to start DK Metcalf just because Geno's at quarterback. He's more of a game manager type. But DK Metcalf did get me 12.5 points last night. Uh, seven receptions, only 55 yards, but that's against the best defense in the NFL. So not terrible performance considering, you know. Um, but, yeah, let's uh, move on to what you have next or what you want to talk yeah. about. Yeah, so we got some rumors that we're going to give you. They've been a lot of rumors floating around this week, and uh, we know uh, uh, a few of those. So uh, I want to address a couple things, right? Okay. Yes. So – Mike Florio suggested, I want to use the word suggested in parentheses here, right? Okay. Uh, Suggested, but it's still a rumor, okay, guys? I mean, that's what it comes down to, right? It doesn't matter. You are a rumors account, so let's, yeah, all right, what you got? Right. Said that Mike Tomlin, he could possibly see him going to the Panthers. The reason why is he has a good relationship with the ownership with Dave Tepper. Right. And that would be like one of those Gruden type of trades where you would have to trade your picks. Yeah. To get him. Right. Now, we're not saying that that's going to happen. Right. We, you know, but it suggested there that it could. A lot of people's not happy with Mike Tomlin, the way he's kept staying with Matt Canada. Right. Like he's stuck with Matt Canada. Canada is not good. Yeah, like he's not stuck with him. I think, you know, I mean, anything can happen. It's the NFL, right? Anything right. can happen. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the the word not for long, you know, that's what it means, NFL. But, you know, that could happen. Like, listen, if you do not do well, Mike Tomlin has done well. Though. This, this, he's done great. Mike Tomlin's been great. This is his oh, first sure. year where he's probably just not going to be 500, right? But, yeah. But, you know, the Steelers just have a decision. Hey, do I just want to 
a change of the guard a little bit, right? Just to do something. I don't think they should, in my opinion. I think they should stay with Mike Tomlin, develop Kenny Pickett, develop George Pickens. And, uh, you know, they got a great defense. They really need some help in the secondary. They're one of the worst secondaries in the NFL. Uh, Barring Minka Fitzpatrick, he's one of the best. But, you know, that is what they got. So that was one of the big ones. And I know you love to hate hearing this. It's Odell Beckham Jr. So Odell Beckham Jr., a couple reports that we have. Mm -hmm. ESPN said, uh, Jeremy Fowler, that Odell Beckham Jr. is trending not to play with anybody this year. Right? I did see that, man. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's like, why take all these tours if you're just going to hold out and just wait to sign Right. Until next season. Maybe well, it's because none of these teams showed confidence in him on his visits. Well, another thing you got, like when you talk about a couple of these teams, the Cowboys, they went and signed T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton kept himself in shape. He was ready to play, spend some time with the family, said he was ready to go. Yeah. Then you got the Bills who signed Cole Beasley. Obviously, he was not happy with the Tampa Bay. He didn't want to retire. He just didn't like playing with the Bucks, right? Dude, and, that's how you always get out of a contract. Yep, that's it. Wow. And then he, he's going to go play the Bills in the slot. So there's two of the teams. Two of the other things, Brandon Bean said that he would not close the door on anything, right? Well, I mean, those are just nonchalant comments, in my opinion, because, you know, that's just that's maybe what you have to say. You that's know, what you have kind. to say as a coach. Here's the thing. He's obviously not going to go to the Dallas Cowboys. I don't think so now. I don't. No, no way. Not in my and, and, opinion. Yeah, and now I don't think he's going to the Bills. They've signed John Brown and re-signed Cole Beasley. Two receivers that they've had in their system before and and two guys that they love to have. They're not going to add another 32-year-old veteran wide receiver coming off two torn ACLs. The Bills out. The Cowboys, I think, are out. You got maybe the Chiefs who have kind of been in talks but no official visit. Right. And maybe the Giants. Right. I think Gary Myers made the best point of anybody this week, honestly. He's been on our show before, worked with inside the NFL back in the day. You know, great show. Uh, he, he's a legend in the New York, Dallas area. Is He said the best option, or he the way he looked at it, was Odell Beckham Jr. signing with the Giants for next season. Not for this season. For next season, let him get healthy, and then the Giants would have a weapon next season and once it he seems got healthy. To, it seems to be that way, man, because if he wants to sign with a, a contending team, here I don't know. Here's the thing. He's made all this fuss and gone on these visits and gone to basketball games and is like, eh, you know, media and all this stuff and just – it's like he's taking a high school tour, dude, or and going to commit to a college. Like, it's just ridiculous, in my opinion. But he's going to end up probably signing with the Giants. And he's not going to end up getting a Super Bowl this year if he doesn't play. Like, no. He's not going to get a ring, so he can't ring chase. No. Like, I don't know. Well, I mean, the honestly, Giants seem the most likely right now. Yeah, and honestly, too, Tanner, like, when you look at a team concept, like, you want to sign somebody and be like, hey, you know what? Yeah, I understand if you can't play until the divisional round. That's fine. You come in and you help our receivers get better. Yeah. Right? I mean, that could have ended a lot of negativity toward him, right, if he would have done that. You know, that that would have been pretty big. Like, 
you know, Kansas City's a team probably to watch like as could add them. The Giants is the best fit. Listen, they love him in New York. He could go there. He's a fan favorite there. He goes there next season. He might come up with the Pro Bowl type of year, right? And and Possibly. give some time to get healthy. Yep. But they're going to draft wide receivers, too. You know they are. Yeah, they have to. They're going to get rid of Kenny Galladay, too. You know what I mean? The Brinks truck oh. driver. You know what I mean? They're going to get rid of him for sure. I mean, he hardly hasn't even played, and they Dude. paid him like crazy money. Yeah, so you got Kenny Galladay is going to be out. You don't have Kadarius Toney. Uh, what about Shepard? Is he a free agent? Uh, I think they got a couple free agents. I'm not for sure of all the free agents, but he could be, right? But I'm pretty sure that their their receiver room looks pretty rough. Dave Gettleman left the team in a rough spot still, though, yeah. right? Like, he's still got them in a rough spot. They're going to have to work out some things to get him, uh, you know, get, get everything situated. Uh, one, a couple of the other things we want to talk about, 49ers defensive coordinator is definitely on the top of every coaching list they are right yes, now. Yes, uh, I suggested that the Texans is the best fit. I really still believe that. Uh, they got some young talent in the secondary that he could use. They got money that they could go and spend to get more defense. Also, they got draft picks that they could go. And, uh, you know, the difference is, does he want to go somewhere that doesn't have a proven quarterback? Right, but hey, there's somebody on his team that's proven that he can do yeah. some things. Jimmy Garoppolo. Hey, if he could sell Jimmy Garoppolo and come into the Texans, who with they the guy both, that drafted him, they could yeah, they could both be with the Texans. That's a possible fit. Think about it. Jimmy Garoppolo, free agent, team that needs a starting quarterback, Houston Texans with GM who is that it drafted you? Easter B. Well, no, the GM's Nick Casario. Casario, yeah, yeah, yeah. New England that drafted Jimmy Garoppolo. Exactly, yeah. So he drafted Jimmy Garoppolo, and then you got like a bundle deal, D'Amico Ryans, and then you got persuasion to bring Garoppolo, or if Garoppolo persuasion to bring D'Amico Ryans. That's a good point, man. That could really happen. Yeah, and then you just got to make sure that you got a good offensive coordinator in mind. That who, who you can bring on. Hey, he's a really smart coach. He knows how to develop. He could... You know, of course, I'm sure the 49ers don't want him to raid their cookie jar, but he knows yeah. a lot about some of the younger players or the free agents they might have that he might want to bring and add to their defense, right? Uh, and, you know, uh, the Buffalo Bills, I just can't I, – I mean, he's just not on the edge of my tongue right now. But they end up signing um, a, a defensive end from the Bills um, – this season, and he's having a great year. He's like having a Pro Bowl caliber year at defense. And who's that? I was trying to think of his name from the Bills. He was a free agent. I just can't is it think. Phillips? Of um, no, I, I don't. I don't think that's who it is. Um, Ed Oliver? Nope, Ed Oliver. That's nope. No, he's still with the Bills. Um, I just can't think of. It. He he was a defensive end. Okay. Give, give me just a second, and I'll uh, tell you. <laughs> yeah, no problem. I just uh, it's just on the tip of my mind, but I just can't, I just can't think of. That's it. all right, yeah. There could be a Jerry Hughes. There you go. Oh yeah, yeah, Hughes, and then he like uh, isn't he like in his mid thirties and he's still playing at like right, and he's got eight level. sacks this year. Insane. Yeah. So just think that I mean they went and made some moves like the Texans. You yeah. know, I understand that they've underperformed, right? We understand that they need another pass rusher. 
right? They have yeah. Christian Kirksey in the middle, who's done really well this year, right? Mm-hmm. They have Steve yep. Nelson at the other corner. They have Dirk Stingley Jr. at the other one. They have one of the best young safeties in the league in Jalen Petrie. The guy's yep. got 28 tackles in the last two weeks. He's been so good. Yep. So good. So the difference is you're going to get rid of Brandon Cooks. We all know that. Brandon yep. Cooks is gone, right? They got yep. Nico Collins. So you have to draft a wide receiver, right? You got a Michi coming back, who's could be just a great story. Had can he's got cancer and he's fighting through it, and he's going to be back probably next year, right? And yes, yes. Then you add a, add you another receiver, add you a quarterback in there. Look at your offensive line. Tones will still great. Look at some of the, the ways you can fill some of that. And uh, I mean, listen. Teams are not as far as away as you think, you know, in the NFL. All you need is a good coach. Mm, yeah. Like, it's it's coaching, man. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, defense especially. Like, if you, I know that they're talent, but listen, I'm just throwing this against the wall here. I'm not hurt anything or anything like that, right? Okay. But think about it. D'Amico Ryan's played with J.J. Watt, right? He's good friends with them, right? And he would – could you imagine him selling – J.J. Watt Watt's like, coming back to Houston? Yeah, like that would be a, a huge fan. You will fill the house every week, right? Yeah. J.J. Watt. And if you could sell them on the fact that, hey, I'm building a really good team here, right? I'm building a really good team. J.J. Watt will more than likely, let's just say this, he'll more than likely go to a team that's Super Bowl ready. Right? I think so. Yeah. Like a lot of people is rumored out that he, you know, he was looking, he's looking at the teams like Kansas City and Buffalo and those kind of teams to be for next yeah. season. Right. Some people's even suggested the Steelers to play with his brother. Yeah. I saw that. Know? Yep. So, you know, that is something to look at. So we want to move on to the other coaches now. Sean Payton definitely says he wants to come back. He, he said he has leaned a couple teams out there just like throwing things, sticking on the wall. That's what – listen, guys, that's what these do. These coaches and GMs, they throw stuff against the wall to see what, what happens sometimes, right? You got to throw it against the wall, see what sticks, exactly. see what trends. Chargers is a team that he's very interested in. That's his number one. His number two is the Cardinals, right? So those are two teams – that is some, that to look at. The Rams is another team that he mentioned. He's not coaching the Rams, guys. He, he, Sean McVay's oh, not no. going anywhere, right? So he no, he, he just threw that one out there because of the L.A. area probably, right? But the, those are three teams that you could probably look for Sean Payton. Colts, let's talk about them. So we got Jeff Saturday say he's very interested in staying on. Yeah, I saw that. coach, right? But let mm-hmm. me tell you what their owner said. Their owner said that he will look in the college ranks. Hmm. Let me think who's in the college ranks that used to play for you that is on his way to a possible championship. Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. Right. He's already been in the NFL before. Yep. Jim Harbaugh. You got, you know, he would be a fan favorite there. And then you got, uh, also they said the Cardinals would be a place that Jim Harbaugh would you know, would like to go. Um, and he and Pat Hamilton would be somebody that he would pick to go with them to develop. So Pat Hamilton's yeah. done some good things before with the Texans and some other teams. So uh, I think there's a lot of good possibilities. One of the 
one of the player or coaches nobody's thinking about Tanner right now is David Shaw. David Shaw at Stanford is available because he left Stanford a few years ago. Every single team, there was like eight teams that want him to come coach in the NFL. Right now, yeah. he's available. Some team might go after him. He's a name to watch, right? You think he's a head coach? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. He, he, I even know the Niners uh, even reach out to him at one time, right? They reach out to him. There's some other teams that reach out to him. Um, David Shaw, man's big, big, pretty big. He's really good at developing men. And mm-hmm. so that is probably somebody to really, really look at. So that is some of the head coaches, like, just just the short list that we got. Um, one of the other names to really look at is the uh, I'm sorry, the Lions offensive coordinator. He is a young and upcoming coach. Peter Schrager said it would not surprise him at all if he's a head coach next year. I see that, and uh, he's literally doing so many things with the Lions. <laughs> uh, what's his name? A oh, freaking! I just heard it, and they were talking about him on the Pat McAfee show this week uh, with Dan Campbell. Was even uh, Ben Johnson? The- ben Johnson, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they were talking about him as well. And I mean, to beginning to to start the season, the Lions had the number one scoring offense, uh, and then Look it kind of had a little slump. Yeah, what he's done with Jared Goff, and then they had a little slump, but they're back on it, dude. They're back on it. Yeah, Lions are a trending team right now. Definitely. And nobody wants to play him, man. Nobody wants to play them in the playoffs. I mean, yes, you can score against their defense. Let's be real. You can score mm-hmm. against their defense, right? With but they've kind of locked it down, though. Mm-hmm. They've been doing better. But but their offense, man, you're going to have to put up a 30-burger probably yeah. to beat them, right? So – that is something like unless you got a really good defense like San Francisco, Dallas, you know what I mean? Yeah, one of those teams. If you can just get inside Jared Goff's head, maybe uh, get some good pass rush on him, force him to make some bad throws, mm-hmm. you, you definitely have a chance. Um, and he's not the most mobile guy. He can run it, but he's not the most mobile. Yeah, one um, thing I want to address, guys, is something that just came up this week, and I just want to throw it and throw it to bed here. So. Uh, this week on, on Sunday, uh, I misread a comment like on uh, on Ian Rappaport speed that had and normally we add those and uh, you know uh, he he had mentioned that all the options were available for Tom Brady. We actually yeah. read that wrong and put that Tom Brady was coming back next year. We went since then apologized to Ian and uh, you know we just wanted to address that that hey nothing. No stealing happened or anything like that. It was just one of the a simple mistakes. So, you know, just wanted to put that to bed. Uh, definitely that was just something that happened. And uh, normally we definitely want to give credit where credit's due. And he's a really great reporter. So uh, big shout out to him. So uh, one of those things, Good. yeah, one of those things is uh, some of those other, uh, uh, when you're looking at the free agents, Brandon Cooks, guys, will probably be one of the most sought-after wide receivers. For sure. Yeah, because, listen, the top wide receiver right now in free agency is Juju Smith-Schuster. Okay? For next season. Juju's that's, had a great year, right? Great year. And that's the Chiefs, underwhelming, though. Yeah, the Chiefs have even talked about bringing them back. If they do an extension with them, like, the next level goes pretty re- – 
pretty tough, right? Mm-hmm. And so there are a lot of teams that's going to need wide receivers, meaning that draft people in the draft just going to be drafted higher. Uh, yeah. And then, but Brandon Cooks, you can see a lot of trades for receivers like Brandon Cooks, and uh, you know, the, you know, he's wanting out of Houston right now. He's not even playing. Like since the trade deadline's passed, he may have been played like one or two games. I don't know. Like, he, he's got some calf injury, and I think he returned to practice yesterday, but I, I think he's trying to force his way out. Yeah, the Packers will be definitely a team. Oh, yeah, I've got to throw this one out there. Um, So, uh, we on the NBC broadcast last week, we were listening to uh, some of the game, and uh, the on that broadcast, they were talking about, you know, Jordan Love could want out of Green Bay uh, if Aaron Rodgers returns, right? Right. Yeah, they were talking about, you know, that was one of the rumors that they were were uh, hinting on on the broadcast. Yeah. And one of the things is, uh, you know, that Green Bay does have a tough decision to make. I think this could be one year where we see Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady both move to different teams. I think it's a possibility that we could see both of those. Tom Brady said, Tom Brady in talking to his friends mm-hmm. and Gronk, it seems some of the reports out there that the, he he's put a short list out there. When you start putting things in a media in a short list, that means you're interested, right? And yeah. The Raiders was one. The Niners was another. Yeah. Right? He's we not going he to the Niners, Niners now. No, not, no way. Not I don't think so. Brock Purdy kind of ended that and Trey Lance being there, right? Yeah. It, and But that's what you're looking at. So, uh, you know, he mentioned the Raiders. He mentioned uh, the 49ers. Uh, I was trying to think there was an, another team he mentioned as well uh, of going to uh, back to the Patriots, right? That was another one. But uh, I saw that I, by the Athletic. Yep. So the Patriots will be one. Uh, I mean – Listen, they're better together, guys. Listen, Belichick and Brady, they're better together. It's all it comes down to. And, you know, <laughs> they are. I mean, they're they're a winning team when they're together. Yep. So I mean, you know, let him end his career in New England. Like, right. Let him have a, a one year, say la vie. Yeah, <laughs> and, and just see you what know, they so can he do. Can, he can finally go off into the sunset. You know, with the Patriots. You know. So I, I always hated when the players went to another team to end their career, like Jerry Rice and other players like that. You know, uh, I think, you know, it, the men, like think about Emmett Smith. He yeah. ended his career at the Cardinals. Okay. I mean, Mm-mm. Jerry I Rice ended right. it with the Seahawks in Denver. Doesn't right? feel right, does it? No, no. I, if I was Tom Brady, I would just mend everything, go back to the Patriots. Yeah. It makes sense. It does yeah. make too much sense. You'll have Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi, maybe sit them both for a year under Tom Brady, and they can just sit back and watch and learn, dude. Yeah, see, like Tom Brady's a name that a quarterback would get on the bench for him. And oh, they for sure. They'd be like, hey, man, if, if would you guys mind taking a seat? If Tom Brady decides to come back, would you guys be willing to, to watch and, and learn from him for a season? What kind of question? I mean, they'd be like, yeah, dude, Tom Brady's coming back to New England. Who are we to stop that? 
Yeah, yeah let's right. take every opportunity. And you can learn a lot. Him. Like they, he could he could learn them a lot. Like you know, a lot of the young players there. You know, yeah. everybody says he's fell off. Yeah, he's missed some throws. Yeah, I agree. He's he's forty five years old. Yeah, <laughs> but he leads the NFC still in passing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, come on, Hillman, Aaron Rodgers. They're, they listen, could. guys. Him and Aaron Rodgers and Geno's the leaders in the NFC and past. Yeah. So, you know, that's something just to look at. But there's a lot of rumors, a lot of speculation. Man, you, you guys just need to tune in to our tune in to Twitter. Me and Tanner, we're gonna have everything for you in the offseason. We're gonna have all the rumors, all the speculation. You know everything that you need to know on a weekly basis on the ins and outs yeah. of your players going through the playoffs, doing all that. Tanner's a up and coming guy, guys in the insider world. Thank and you very you, much. You need to, you guys need to follow him for sure. And uh, definitely, we think about everybody following us, and we appreciate you. You know, without you, it would not be possible. And we appreciate all the love we get. We get like. Five six hundred emails a day, guys, and we really appreciate that. Wow! And we we got one hundred and eighty six thousand followers right now, and uh, we really appreciate that as well. And last month we had one hundred and fifty million impressions. You know, that's really good, dude. <laughs> yeah, so that is definitely. We've even had some uh, some uh, NFL guys reach out to us and be like, "Hey, you know, can you retweet something for us?" And I was like, "Sure, sure, yeah, let me." Let me at you. I don't care. You know what I mean? Glad to help. You know, got some NFL players that follow the account, and we always love interacting with them. We got uh, Tanner, as Tanner knows, we got a couple NFL players we're talking to about coming on the show. You know, That's once right. they get some free time because they're working through some practices and all season and has some other engagement they're working through. So we're trying to, you know, trying to liven up the broadcast. And Rookie Watch will be back next week. He has some things that he was going to talk to you guys about with Sauce Gardner, some of the draft picks, where they might mm -hmm. end up right now on the projection. Uh, make sure you go follow his account as well. He's going to be a part of the podcast uh you know, going forward, uh, he's going to give you the draft info where people might slide, where uh, what rookies are doing well. He does a really good job at providing that. Uh, you know, it, it was a lot of really good stuff. Like, you know, he had Jameis Williams, Williams, I'm sorry for the lines. You know, he was the fastest receiver uh, last week at over 20 miles yes. an hour. First game coming back off a torn ACL. Mm-hmm. James, so, uh, Jameson Williams just tore it up over 20 miles an hour on that touchdown run. Yeah, and PFF, shout out to Pro Football Focus real quick. Um, they had, they had said in man coverage this week that Sauce Gardner had given up, I think it was 16 yards. I mean, I'm, you might have to quote me on that. 16 yards on 17 targets in man coverage. So Sauce uh, Gardner. We got some breaking news real quick. Jets quarterback Mike White was not cleared for contact by the uh, team doctor. So it looks like Zach Wilson, who was just promoted to quarterback two yesterday or the day before, is now the starting quarterback for the Jets. Oh, yeah. And you know what Mike White <laughs> said, too, yesterday? What? Great breaking news there, Tanner. Awesome job. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, Mike, Mike White said just yesterday, I'm going to play. That's what he said in the media. He's like, I'm going to play. That's he's not the thing, going right? to play. The, the players don't make the choice, man. No, nope. he's not going to play, guys. It's going to be Zach Wilson. And the Jets are trying to battle themselves back in the playoffs. As of now, they are not in. The Patriots have that spot. 
right now. Yeah. So it's going to be on Zach Wilson to lead your team to the playoffs. That's exactly right. Wait, great way to end the show. Thank you. With some breaking news. Got some breaking news there, man. Breaking news from Tanner Pfeiffer. Definitely. We'll quit that for sure and throw that on, on the page. Definitely Tanner breaking the Zach Wilson story for us. And so, uh, guys, we really appreciate you tuning in. You, you know, you made the podcast very successful, amazing. We've, we've had a lot of really, really great uh, feedback from the podcast as well. Uh, so definitely a lot of, a lot of good things. Uh, I, I think if I'm, I'm not mistaken, they was over, I don't know, I'm going to say 20K views altogether. So, yeah, altogether, just just through what, eight episodes or seven episodes. This is the eighth one we've had probably over 20,000 views in place. So Yeah, including with all the different, not only YouTube, but all the different avenues that it plays on. Yeah, so, there's different platforms, Apple, Spotify. Guys, we're on everything. All you got to do is look up NFL Rumors and you will find us. Definitely. Um, and we're gonna do, we're gonna do some more things as it comes on. We're gonna have like free agent shows. We're gonna have, you know, when coaches start to move a little bit more, those shows. The rookie watch is gonna have us a draft party and let us show uh, where some of those draft fun. picks might be going. I mean, we got a lot of good stuff coming up, and uh, you know, it's been very successful, and we couldn't do it without you. That's right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. This was episode eight. Once again, apologies for the late start this morning, but it happens. But we are here every Friday, and we appreciate you guys very, very much. Make sure you follow NFL Rumors on Twitter. Uh, very, very nice guy. He loves to provide for his following. And uh, guys, like I said, you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, uh, I think iHeartRadio now. Um, we're on everything, guys. So um, thank you so much, and, and I'll play this outro. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. Have a good, have a blessed week, guys. Absolutely. Thanks, guys.